There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth Podcast. And today's episode is going to be a bit different because I'm actually going to share with you a real life experience that just happened very unexpected. But there are some life lessons that I believe would be very useful to you. So let me share this story real quick. Your girl went to the doctor. I've been seeing this doctor for the last two, three years, maybe. I trust him. He's a very good doctor. He's an expert in his space. And he has a very holistic approach to um, to his practice. And so when I saw him, he did ask Latina, hey, you know, instead of us using antibiotics, instead of us, you know, using these things, are you willing to try a natural way? And I was like, doc, I really just want to get this medication so that I could feel better quickly. He's like, all right, no problem, because I realize like you can't wait for about a week to see if a natural remedy would help you, right? And I was like, okay, no problem. So your girl got the medication. When I took that medication, um, I didn't get the relief that I was looking for within the first few days. So I messaged him again. I said, doc, um, could you... Give me another prescription, please, because this one didn't work as effectively as I wanted it to. He was like, all right, Latina, no problem. I'm going to write you up a prescription. Come into the office, collect it. Perspective, guys, I have been seeing this doctor for the last two, maybe three years. So there's this intense level of trust as it pertains to, you know, our dynamic. So his assistant secretary was very... Um, kind she was very helpful I forgot to go and pick up the prescription like probably two or three days later she called she reminded me I got it okay great so your girl went picked up the prescription and got home so I'm in a hurry right I'm in a hurry and I just look at the box as a matter of fact I barely looked at the box I picked up the box I popped open the box that one of it was just one of the antibiotics was just a one dose. And I just threw that down my throat and I left the house. All right. So I'm telling you the story here. It so happened, right, about 45 minutes later, if so much, I felt my lips tingling, right? They were burdened. So, you know, like when you're dehydrated, um, 
your mouth may feel a bit blistered, you know, just like around the rim of your mouth and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I feel dehydrated. So my friend was in the car and I was like, wow, my my mouth feels really chapped. And I'm like, did I drink no water today? Like, why am I feeling like this? And so I'm driving down the road and the tingling sensation started to increase. And then I was like, wait, 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 sweet baby Jesus. Do not tell me that I am having an allergic reaction now where that nudge came from i don't know but it just dropped into my spirit that this is not a normal chapped lip from being dehydrated and so i went into immediate panic mode like oh my god oh my god i need to get i need to get put purits on right now i need to get some allergy tablets some allergy medication and so of course if you're here in trinidad guys listening to this you know that we're on lockdown and curfews at nine o'clock. So this is taking place um, about half seven, right? And all places are usually closed off by 7 p.m. So you can imagine the panic that I'm heading into, considering the fact that all the drugstores would probably be closed, right? So gratefully, there was a drugstore uh, probably two minutes from where I was that was actually still open. And I ran in there and I got Puritan. And so I popped the Puritan in my mouth, right? And I'm just there like, what is happening, right? And of course, the only thing that could come to my mind is the tablet that I just took a short while ago. But I'm like, how is it that I'm having an allergic reaction to this tablet? What is it that I actually took? Of course, this is where all the life experiences and all the life story comes into play at this very moment. So if you are used to... Um, having allergic reactions, allergic reactions, or anything of this sort, it is not okay. It is probably one of the scariest things that you could experience because you're not sure how your body is going to react, right? And so it dropped into my spirit the very moment when I recognize that my lips are burning more than usual. It, I'm like, it can't be that drug that I'm allergic to that I have told my doctor 3,500 times that I'm allergic to that I just took. Of course, go to Google because Google has all the answers and I googled the answer I googled sorry the um the medication and the name of the drug that I know I'm allergic to and the name of the drug that I took I'm like is this the same Google is not giving me the answers Google is not telling me yes they are the same but I'm seeing that when I type in the drug that I'm allergic to, I'm seeing the name of the drug that I took coming up. So, of course, I had to do one-on-one as two. And I'm like, wait, is this is this shit the same? Okay, great. So, there we are now, drugged up on Periton. Periton gets me super drowsy. My lips are starting to swell. I am not feeling okay. My skin is starting to itch. I'm seeing hives coming out of my skin. And at this time now, it's probably like after eight minutes to nine, right? So I don't want to message my doctor at nine o'clock at night to say, hey, doc, I'm having an allergic reaction. Because of course, he thought in my head as well, what could he do, right? And so I'm there, drugged up, sleeping on myself, um... And I'm like, okay, this isn't normal. Now, this happened to me in the past, many years ago, and it was a catastrophe. My lips swole to the size of a gumball. Um, there were blisters everywhere. I looked like I had, you know, it was very graphic, to say the least. And it scarred my mouth for months. Like, I had this dark circle around my mouth for months because of this um, 
allergic reaction. All right. Okay, so that's enough of this story. Let me get into these life hacks that I learned from having this reaction. I'm going to start with number one, trust. Trust is such a difficult thing to build and so, so easy to be destroyed in the space of no time, right? Now, just for perspective, I love my doctor. I appreciate him. I think he's great at what he does. The following morning when I woke up, um, I messaged him immediately and I showed him a picture of my swollen lip. And honestly, guys, like, I wish he would have just said, oh my God, Latina, I am sorry. I said, doc, is this the same drug that I am allergic to? But of course, Google already told me the answer, right? But he didn't, he did not respond to this very moment. He did not say, wow, Latina, I made a mistake. He just said, Latina, I needed to go to the hospital right now. I need to go to the hospital right now. But all I really wanted was for him to say, wow, Latina, I fucked it up and I'm sorry. And please forgive me. That was, you know, misdemeanor on my part. And yes, like it was an error on my part, right? That didn't happen. So of course now as a patient, you know, the relationship that I had with my doctor who I trusted with my body parts, um, is is strained because you did not acknowledge that you made an error so life lesson number one is that when it comes to a patient when it comes to patient and um or client and coach doctor and um patient therapist and client like whatever once you're a service provider once you're in the space of service Trust is something that really, really, really matters. And we are human and we make mistakes and things happen. But when you make a mistake like owning your mistake really does help repair the situation. I mean, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, it will be like, okay, roses and butterflies and everything will be peachy after the fact. But it does it does help. It does support to just say, hey, you know, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. You know me? Like me being a coach, if I'm in a dynamic with a client and there's something about the, the relationship that just didn't work, something in the session that didn't work and they are just not about it. Like I have to be responsible to say, hey, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I apologize. Whatever it is. And it's the same thing that is expected straight across the board. So trust is a big thing. In terms of trust as well, because you feel so safe with somebody, with your with your doctor, with your coach, with your therapist, with your person, with your friend, whomever, because you feel so safe, that does not give you the right to ignore your due diligence to yourself. So as a result of my extreme trust, I did not double check the medication that I took because I know I had said a hundred times, doc, I'm allergic to this, I'm allergic to this, right? So as it relates to trust, because you trust somebody, that does not mean that you are not going to do your due diligence for yourself to ensure that, okay, what it is you're taking, what it is the action steps that you're engaging in, the plan of action that the service provider would have given you. Like you need to check in for yourself as well, right? That will bring me to my next point, which is the importance of practicing mindfulness. So I speak about mindfulness a lot and mindfulness is essentially being present in the moment. 
right? Because we are always so focused on what next, what next, what next. So many of us are very disconnected. You know, you drive on the highway. There's a billboard out there for the last 10 years. And you've never seen that billboard. And you're in the car and you're like talking to your friend or your family member. And you're like, that billboard was always there. And they're like, yes, it's, that was always there. And you're like, my God, I've never seen that. Well, I don't know if you could relate to that, but that happens to be very, very often, right? And that just speaks to how not present in the moment we are, right? Like this being an autopilot sometimes where you you reach to work, you don't even know when you reach to work. You, you eat something, you don't even remember what you just ate. You go into the fridge, you don't know what you came to the fridge for, right? And it just manifests in a variety of ways. And for me, I had to get a very, very rough reminder of what is the meaning of being mindful and why it's so important because because I was in a rush I just picked up the box of medication did not read the box to see specifically what was the box what was the specific medication I took and I just popped it in my mouth all in a hurry because I was in a rush to get out of the house and so the life lesson that I learned is how important it is to be mindful be mindful of what it is you're doing. Be mindful when it comes to things, when it comes to things generally, because I could have been in any hospital. I could have been in any hospital. The situation could have gone a completely different way if I did not catch that pharmacy in time, right? So that is life lesson number two. Be mindful. Practicing mindfulness clearly would save you from having allergies and allergic reactions, but it would also support you in terms of you just being present in the moment, reducing your stress, enjoying the moment, saving yourself from some misdemeanors and some mishaps and some accidents that probably don't have to happen, right? Okay, good. So what was the third thing that I learned from this situation? Wow. Having practices that could help you stay grounded. So your daily practice, whatever it is that keeps you connected to God, that keeps you connected to yourself, that keeps you feeling, you know, as expansive and as whole as you possibly need matters, right? Because I had no intention of not being able to show up for my journal life. I had no intention of not being able to coach my clients that day. I had no intention of being drugged up for almost a week of which I'm still dealing with the side effects of being drugged up for so long. Um, like I had no intention and it is very easy, especially as a business owner, if you have plans, if you have things to do, meetings, you know, money to make, you, your, your time is needed for you to generate your income, etc. Like sometimes it's just not, um, that's just not part of the plan. And so it's very easy for you to go into this spiral of I should have and I could have and being frustrated and being annoyed and, and just feeling not giving yourself the compassion and the grace that you need to because, well, of course, you're mad because this is an unexpected situation that happened, right? And it's just proof that you cannot control you cannot control how life goes, right? Yes, you do have co-creative power in this process, but the truth is you really don't have say in terms of how crazy things go or don't go, right? So I'm like, all right, no problem. We need to have practices that ground me. So I found myself, you know, doing more meditation, breath work, um, 
journaling, just affirmations, giving myself permission to just be, right? And if if that wasn't a part of my daily life or a part of my life, I think it would have made staying positive or as free and chill as I possibly could have in the situation would have made it a lot harder, right? Um, another thing that came up on another life lesson, which I think is pivotal, is the importance of trusting your gut and acting quickly. So I know that you get intuitive nudges. I know that they come. I know that you would hear this very gentle, quiet voice that is very assertive and very sure telling you, do this. Take that line of action. Stop talking to that person. Maybe you should say yes. Maybe you should say no. And it doesn't even say maybe. It just says yes or no. Like you get these intuitive nudges. You get the downloads. You get the ideas. You get the business ideas. You get the vibe, the nudge that says, mm, that is not a good, um, that's not a good place for you right now. Like you get it. And then you know what you do? question it you know what you do doubt it you know what you do you say nah that don't make any sense that's not logical if I did not listen to that voice that dropped into my spirit and said wow let's know you are having an allergic reaction I could have ignored that and gone about my business thinking that I was just dehydrated and I needed to drink more water and that would have turned into a whole catastrophe so the other life lesson is the importance of trusting your gut, trusting your intuition. It is there for a reason. And as I've mentioned in podcast episodes before, this, of course, is a muscle. It does require you to listen often for you to work the muscle as often as you can so that when intuitive nudges come, as contrary as it may seem, that you are able to honor it and you are able to honor it quickly. So when you have intuitive nudges, you are to honor that and also honor it with peace with haste quickly so even as a business owner you might just get this random download to host a particular event or to sell a particular product or create something and because you did not act on it quickly the momentum reduces and so the result that you're looking for doesn't come and then months weeks could go by turn into months and you know it just you don't feel as connected as you did to that idea or to that download when it was actually an intuitive nudge so Trusting your gut and your intuition and learning to act quickly is another big life lesson, right? Another thing that came up for me was the importance of having systems and having support, right? So as a business owner, um, yes, of course, I speak mindset and self-discovery and inner work and healing and all those things that somebody in my class has woo-woo. And I stand by my word that doing that type of work is absolutely pivotal um, to get the type of results and the sustainability that you want in your business. But um, if we have no systems, my girl, then the sustainability on our business side is going to be very, very, very hard. And so this situation where I was out for a week, more or less, really reinforced the importance of having systems in my business it really revived well redefined or re what is the word is a word i'm looking for but it really made me see the importance of having support as well right because if i don't have support if i didn't have support with my daughter if i didn't have support in my business if i didn't have systems then the week would have gone even crazier than i wanted it to be so those are my five lessons that i learned from you know 
have an allergic reaction. Trust is a very, very, very delicate type of thing. As a service provider, you are responsible for taking ownership for when you make a mistake. You are responsible for that. And I know that that may mean losing a client. I know that that may mean, you know, feeling very, dif- very feeling very bad because you have to have a difficult conversation. I know that I could bring up feelings of shame and guilt and, you know, I should have known better. But in this situation, I would have preferred if my doctor just owned the fact that he gave me medication that I told him I was allergic to because now, guess what? I don't think that I want to go back to see him again. And I know from a whole compassionate human side of things and, you know, the work that I know and I know how to approach this, etc. I'm still human and my ego, whose name is Shelly, she's still alive and functioning. And I just don't at this point in time feel like I want to um, open up myself to him like that again, right? So, I mean, as time goes by and I, you know, probably forgive and let go of that situation i would probably say okay doc you know because i respect him and his feel etc but long story short is as a service provider and this is a message to myself as well if you do something silly like we had to put on our big girl panties and take ownership when we make when we do something that just didn't serve the person that we were supposed to serve we are humans and we make mistakes right um secondly being mindful is really important. Like we need to practice mindfulness. Without mindfulness, we would find ourselves on autopilot and we would find ourselves in some really unpleasant situations because we weren't present in the moment. Of course, trusting your gut, right? Like we have an intuitive, we have intuition, guys. You have an intuition. It's just sometimes it might be difficult to hear and that is as a result of, you know, being... <clears throat> being disconnected (coughs) excuse me being disconnected from your body but of course with practice and building that self-trust muscle you are going to be able to hear that voice um, better and be able to listen so of course take intuitive action when the intuitive nudge has come take the intuitive action take it courageously take it in a way that take it courageously and act quickly Make sure that you have practices that ground you because sometimes crazy things happen in life and you're just like, where did this shit come from? Like, how did we end up here? And it's easy to go down a spiral of being angry, of being hurt, of being mad, of being frustrated. And so I always say on every journal live session that I've done, I always say that the reason for doing this type of work is not just to have things rosy and peachy. It's that when things are not rosy and peachy, you have something to hold on to. And lastly, and very importantly as well, especially as a business owner, even if you aren't a business owner, having systems in your life that support your lifestyle is necessary. So having systems in my business allowed me to be away for a week and something and not completely malfunction. Having a support system, my mom, my friend, having people there to support me with my daughter um, really helped as well, right? So that is my, those are my five um, life lessons that I've learned after taking a drug that gave me an allergic reaction. So I think my biggest takeaway for this was how important it is for me to trust my intuition, act quickly, and most importantly, be mindful. Because I think if I wasn't mindful, 
if I was mindful, I would not have ended up there. And of course, the other thing that was a big standout for me was, okay, even if you trust somebody, you can't just put your life in their hands like that. Like you need to do your due diligence for yourself as well. All right. So guys, um, this brings us to the end of this episode. I think this was my second episode where I just shared a random um, real life story about myself. Um, I hope this resonated. Do let me know what stood out to you. Um, and yeah, feel free to put a review, share with a friend, tag me on social media, share with me what your aha moment was. I always love connecting with you and I will talk with you soon. Mwah.